You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. In the past week, the Seattle Mariners' chances to make the postseason have changed a little bit. A lot of optimism after that eight-game winning streak, but things have settled a little bit. Let's talk to Greg Johns about that. I'm Allison Twitter. Uh, Greg, kind of a bummer. Um, I was watching the series with the Astros, and as well as they played in that last game, it's kind of a that was really sort of a uh, lost opportunity, wasn't it? Like losing two of three at home, so the Astros had to be uh, a little bit deflating for them. Well, no question that the season really is coming down to this homestand they're in the middle of, and Houston was a big one. They got they got Toronto now. They they lost the opener last night. Uh, they they really are in position where they you know to me they they've got to win the last two uh, as we sit here today. Uh, you know if they if they can win the last two of this series, they're one one game back at Toronto with with ten games to go and in pretty good shape. If they if they lose two, they're they're five out and, and with ten left, and they, you know, it's pretty much uh, down to down to. Uh, miracle time at that point so you know big big swing games here when you're playing the team right that, that you're trying to catch so uh, you know i look at it allison and, and the reason for optimism if you're a mariner fan if they can hang in there uh is this is the schedule toronto you know they close out with uh with the yankees uh, the orioles and the red sox so you know they've got themselves the, the al east kind of beating up them themselves and uh, that's going to be a, a, a tough run for toronto where the where the mariners do have uh you know playing the twins which uh should be a little easier, and they close out with four against the uh, the A's, which in theory they could make up some ground there. And uh, with the three in the middle of that, with being the Astros again down at Houston, which seems to be their their bugaboo, so that'll be a, a key series if they can hang close. So still still some games to be played, and still some things to happen. Uh, the, the Tigers as well are in that mix, and and uh, you know they still got. Uh, Got to play the Royals and, and Indians as well as, uh, as some easier games. And Houston to me is interesting because they got I think ten left against the A's and Angels, so they don't, they could be in there. But they've had some injuries as well as you know. So yeah, I, I, I don't think it's over by any means. Uh, Mariners three out as we sit here today. If, if they can uh, make up some ground here in the last two, they can certainly salvage something out of this uh, this homestand. But those are going to be big ones. Yeah, what do you think of that second wild card? I mean, I, I, I'm all for, like, more teams getting into the playoffs, but I can't stand this, uh, like, one-game playoff thing. I just feel like it's got too much of a football feel. But, um, yeah, I mean, it just kind of seems like, wow, you know, you go through this exhausting season and then you're, like, one and done. I, I don't know. What was your opinion on that? Well, if you take the Mariner perspective, having been 15 years since they've been in a playoff game, they would love to get in that one game and see what happens, that's for sure. Uh, but but I, from the big picture, yeah, it's, it's tough. As a you know, I think it'd be very deflating to, to get in and be be out in one. I mean, you kind of like, wow, we made it, and then it's yeah. over. You know, and I, I think teams have, have hit that. Uh, but certainly from a Mariners perspective, they would love to get in there. Uh, they'd love to end that 15-year drought and give themselves a chance. So, you know, they're certainly not going to not going to turn their nose up if they can get in that second wild card. Uh, you know, it does make things interesting as we head down the stretch. More teams, more more involvement, but. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of a traditionalist. I like to see a, a longer series, but I do recognize the uh, the desire to get teams involved. And, and certainly it's, it's been pretty interesting watching uh, the Mariners up close and then the rest of baseball fighting for those positions. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, you, you play it the way they set it up, and, and certainly the way it's set up is the, the, the gun for that last spot or last two spots, and uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, with the – I, know, I was just thinking about the Mariners, how they took it down to, I believe it was the last game of the season two years ago, just missed it. Um, and you feel like, you know, when a team gets that close, 
um, that things would be sort of on an upswing, like maybe they're just starting to come into what they could be. Very disappointing season last year. So if it comes down to that last game of the season and they end up not getting it in again, that's got to be gut-wrenching, I would imagine, for Mariners fans. They're like, they literally have 162 games that they were in something, and then to lose on the last day, I mean, you don't want to see that. You don't, Alpha, but I've been in too many years where these games don't mean a darn thing, and it, it's, certainly <laughs> more, it's certainly more fun to be playing in September when they mean a lot. Of, and I think there's a lot of growth there. I mean, we see it's, uh, you know, we're, we're seeing this team right now with with you know, the young pitchers, you know, Paxton Walker, Ariel Miranda has been f- fabulous in September, and this is this is the time that these guys are learning. You know, I've talked to Kyle Seager about it. You know, and he looks back at at two years ago and what they learned in that stretch run and, and getting in it. You know, they're not all. Uh, they're not all Robinson Cano's and Nelson Cruz's that have been in World Series and playoffs games. I mean, this, this for them kind of is learning how to how to play on that stage. Uh, you know, you got to take that step before you get to the next one. So, I mean, heck, Felix Hernandez has never been in a playoff game. So, you know, yeah, he's a guy that you know needs to understand how this and and as it sits up, Allison, if they play out this season, come down to the last game, 162, Felix Hernandez uh, would be on the mound if they if they line up now. So that. That could be interesting if it gets to that. He was two years ago as well, uh, pitching, uh, in fact, against the A's, the same setup it would be this year. But that year they got about the fifth inning, and, uh, and they found out they'd, the, uh, they had they were out of it. Uh, and, and Felix was pitching a great game that day, and it, it turned out to be meaningless. But, uh, yeah, would love, to, would love to see it come down to that. Certainly would make it fun here in the last two weeks. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, I mean, it is exciting. I don't want to sound all doomy and gloomy. but um, <laughs> So, okay, this, uh, this Blue Jays series, let's talk about um, – I know that the Mariners, like, we're expecting – I know a lot of Blue Jays go to Seattle for those series. Um, you know, rarely, is, like, people will say, oh, there are more opponents fans than there were home fans. It's, like, never true. But it sounds like it was pretty evenly split. Uh, for this first game of the series, which is, um, I don't know, kind of admirable for two reasons. One being that it's a Monday and after school starts and there's so many people traveling. Were you anticipating that many Jays fans? Well, it's gotten, it's always been this way. I mean, to some degree, uh, you know, British Columbia, Vancouver's, you know, it's a two-hour drive from Seattle and, and fans in, in Western Canada, you know, Toronto is their team and this is their chance to come down. And when, when the Mariners schedule comes out, Fans up there, you know, they they jump on those tickets early. So, you know, it's been you know every year it's it's a, a big Toronto contingent of fans. Uh, this year they seem bigger than ever. Uh, there's no question about it. At last night's game, it, it was I would literally say more than 50% Toronto fans. And wow. unfortunately for the Mariners, uh, didn't give the home team fans much to yell about. I mean, they got no hit for. Uh, the first seven innings by Marco Estrada, so leadoff single by Cano in the seventh to, to break that up. But and they were down three zip, just weren't happening. And Toronto fans were going nuts from from start to finish. So it did seem like a, a home game for Toronto. It was it's a tough thing. I, you know, the Mariners, you just kind of grit your teeth, and uh, it's tough to be at home and, and feel like you're up against it. But the flip side of that, Alpha, is how do you change that? You you win, you sell your tickets to your home team, and you you, you know you. Make it your own, you know, you got to get a winner. If you got empty seats and people want to buy them, you're going to sell them. So, uh, you know, hey, fill it up with your own fans if you want to fight that. But there is, I, I've been to games in Toronto many a time. Fans in Toronto don't are nearly as boisterous uh, as the fans <laughs> come down to these games and really want to make them their presence felt. That's funny. They come down, they party, they have a good time, and 
you know, more power to them if they can do it. So uh, it, I, I would guess it's pretty frustrating as a Mariner fan to be sitting in your own park dealing with that. I would guess it's a little frustrating as a player or manager or coach to uh, to feel that. But, uh, hey, you know, credit to the uh, Toronto fans for being for being there and making themselves felt. Yeah, I'm sure the Mariners owners are probably the only ones that weren't annoyed by it because money, as we know, is all green. So it doesn't matter who it's coming from. Um, okay, so last question, just about Taiwan Walker. So he had a little bit of a scare, a line drive off his biceps, but that uh, it seems to be that's not going to be an issue moving forward. Certainly not the line drive. Uh, he, he pitched through that. Uh, okay. It was a screamer by Edwin Encarnacion who can hit the ball very hard. Uh, yeah. Taiwan was coming off a, a you know first career uh, shutout, uh, a marvelous effort his last outing came out struck out the first two guys and then Carnacion just rips one right back at him and it shook him up a little bit there's no doubt uh, he, he was pitching great and then he, he walked the next guy on, on four pitches and uh, it looked like he was you know I wasn't sure if he was hurt or just the adrenaline was flying or what uh, uh, he settled in from that I, I think the, the bigger issue really long term with him again seems to be he uh, he fielded a bunt a couple innings later and kind of tweaked his ankle and it's the same same foot that's just been bugging him all, uh, you know, since mid-season, and, and uh, he pitched through it. He kept going, uh, had another bunt, feel it. You could see the same thing. He's just real, real tender on that thing. It's his push-off foot, and uh, it, it, you know, he's on the DL for a while with it, and it, it certainly has been a, a problem for him. He kept kept going, had pitched pretty pretty gutsy performance, uh, uh, but it's it's just you know, it's like any athlete when you're not when you're not quite right, it's a little harder, and uh, he had to dig in and. and Pitched a, pitched a pretty good game. Bullpen came in, pitched well. They ended up losing 3-2. So, tough game. Uh, Taiwan, though, I, I, they like what they've seen with him and his, his new delivery. They like what they see from Miranda. They, they like what they're seeing from Paxton. So, uh, liking those those young guys in the rotation here as they come down the stretch. Yeah, yeah, I still feel like you, like they're, they're not quite out of it yet. So, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Okay, Greg, thanks so much. Appreciate it. You bet, Allison. We'll t- talk to you next week. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free AtBat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.